What's going on, everyone? I just want to pop in and let you guys know about 33 minutes into this episode, you'll hear a phone buzz in the background. That's my phone. I didn't take it off the table like an idiot. Um, I did my best to try to edit it out as best I can, but it only lasts for about a minute and a half, so just bear with us and enjoy the episode. Super Clash. It is the Super Clash Podcast, episode 26. We are back after a little bit of a break. I am your host, Kale. Hey, I'm Connor. Yeah, and as I said, we're back for a break. I just got back from a week-long vacation um, in Estes Park, Colorado, and Connor is, I guess, still recovering from wedding-slash-renewing of vows? Yes, I'm very tired. Yeah, no, that was a fun wedding, though. It was. Well, I'm glad everybody had a good time. Mm. We, Lily and I, we were so tired when we got back to, to the hotel. I don't know if I told you, but we got back to the hotel. Um, we got in lazy clothes, and we just uh, door-dashed Sonic to our hotel room. Oh, I thought you went out and got it. Okay. No, we, do, we door-dashed it to our room, which is really weird because I, I swear I thought there was a Sonic closer to that hotel because it sent it to... One of the Sonics close to my house, even though I put the address into the um, hotel. It might have been like some Sonics have different hours than others. So it might have been that the one you were looking for is close. But there is one that's over, uh, not to like dox ourselves here, but near the mall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yes. There's one hmm. right over there. So that, and that's not that far away from where we were. No. Um, but it was fine. Like, uh, the pretzels were still a little bit warm. Uh, the fries were a little bit cold, but the shakes were delicious. The uh, nice. By the way, if any of you guys have a Sonic, whoever's listening, the chocolate cheesecake shake, that is a life changer. Is that good? It is delicious. It is one of the best shakes I've ever had. I had the I had one of the other cheesecake shakes, maybe the strawberry one. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the ones I had, and that was pretty good. Yeah. I liked that. So... And, like I said, I just got back from vacation. Like, I literally flew in this morning from uh, Colorado. It was an hour and a half drive from Estes Park to Denver. My parents took me. And uh, it was, uh, we went there to celebrate my parents' uh, 40th anniversary. Wow. 40 years together. And I did a lot of hiking uh, and just got to spend time with my niece and nephews. Uh, One of my favorite hikes was, uh, it was a four-mile hike in Rocky, Rocky Mountain National Park. Uh, it was from like the beginning of the trail up to the top of the basin called Sky Pond, and man, that was a. I was so tired after like my siblings and my brother sister in law, we woke up at four a.m., drove there, and it was maybe, uh, seven o'clock by the time we got to the top, and it was a three-hour hike back, and I made the mistake of not drinking enough water, and I felt bad for the rest of the day. I mean, I, I had, yeah, I, I had water with me, but I didn't plan ahead and didn't get like one of those uh, uh, steel water, water jugs that my brother and sister had. And the day after I felt better, I promptly went into town and got me one, which is sitting in front of me right now. Nice. It is. Uh, I also got a sticker with a dog and sunglasses and a Colorado bandana. It is adorable. That's prayish. And it's also blue, sporting KC colors. So that's that is the main reason why I bought a blue one. Nice. And it keeps it keeps it cold for uh, about seventy two hours. Not Royals blue. <laughs> Hope that was. Let me, let me try that. Let me try it not again. Not the worst ASMR. <laughs> oh mm. my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was negative ASMR just for me <laughs> sitting here. But but while I was there, uh, we did stay in a pretty big cabin. And uh, for some reason, like even though the it was beautiful being there, the AC would just would not stay consistent to the point where my brother and sister had to keep calling him saying, fix our fucking AC. And But I won the room lottery because I chose a room downstairs with no window so I got the coolest room in the house, like, all the time. Nice. Everyone was sleeping uh, on top of the blankets because it was so hot where they were at. And I needed two blankets because <laughs> it was so cold. Like, I, was I will at. steal all of yours. <laughs> exactly. And um, 
But while I was there, I did manage to play some games. Um, every once in a while, I just kind of had to um, separate from everyone, just kind of be in my space to kind of just get away from the noise. And some of the games I played, I picked up uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake for Switch. Um, I also played Mario Golf nice. quite a bit. And I also started Bowser's Fury, uh, which was a game I actually got from you, actually. Oh, yeah. Because you got two right. copies. That's right. I remember that. And honestly, I, I'm actually really liking it. Like, these Mario games, these most recent Mario games, they're so much fun. Oh, yeah. They're, they're getting so creative. I think so many people just, like, I don't know. If you're not into, like, the Nintendo space, you kind of overlook those Mario games. But these games are, like, some top-tier, you know, third-person platformer, you know. I know. It's like, so, so for those who don't know, like... Bowser's Fury, it came with a, uh, it was basically two games in one cartridge. It was uh, Super Mario 3D World, and then a, and kind of a, I don't know how long the game is, but another game called Bowser's Fury, where Bowser basically, I don't, Bowser basically just becomes huge, like Godzilla size. I got serious Godzilla vibes with him, and Bowser Jr. basically asked Mario to help him transform his dad back to normal. Yeah. And so it's, it is two-player game where you one person plays as Mario another person can play as Bowser Jr. When I first started this game the control like controlling Mario was kind of confusing because the last Mario game I played was Mario Odyssey to where you kind of had a um, an attack with your hat to uh, kill enemies where in this one you ha you have to jump on the enemies like yeah. the classic Mario but there are different abilities you can get one of them a new ability in in, in this series is a cat suit. Yeah, that was from the Super Mario 3D World game. Yeah, which I, I'm I'm kind of counting because I I play a little bit of it and I can I can see where it was coming from, where you can scale vertical walls and have a scratch attack and it is actually really adorable. You can also do a down dive as well. With mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. It's actually adorable. And if you're wearing the cat suit, you can pick up lost kittens and reunite them with their parents. Oh my god! Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, a mama cat with a bunch of lost kittens there. You have to reunite. Mm, now I have to go back and play it just <laughs> for the kitties. There is one downside I've noticed, not to the cat suit, but to the Bowser's Fury game, and it's that I think the inclusion of Bowser Jr. had to have been an afterthought. And the reason I say that is I was trying to play co-op uh, with Lainey and. She was playing as Mario, and I was playing as Bowser Jr., and the game acts as if Bowser Jr. does not exist. So if I go even slightly off the screen, I'm just gone. Or if I go up, I'm gone. The screen does not scale to show both or split hmm. it off into split screen. If you get too far apart, it's like if I go anywhere out of the the box that Mario is running in, I just lose my character. And you have to like hit a button to like bring yourself back to... Mario that is really strange. That's what makes me think it was an afterthought. Like if it was a proper, you know, uh, multiplayer game from the, the beginning, they would have planned for oh, Bowser Jr. goes a little off screen. Maybe we, you know, split the screen off to him, or maybe we expand the screen outwards so both characters can see. I think I think that would generally make sense because there's an option to where you can choose um, how often you want Bowser Jr. to intervene. Yeah. So you can choose to have not intervene at all and have a game more of a challenge or intervene all the time to make it easier. So Yeah. That would make make it make sense. What was weird is that the the base game was up to four player co op and if you did go off the screen it, it I I don't are, recall. Are you talking about three D world? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which makes me wonder like what happened when they were making this where they were just like, you know, this is just gonna be a, a off with just Mario and blah 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 and then they're like oh no no we need somebody else what if we want to play co-op and they're like oh uh Bowser Jr. throw him in you know like yeah <laughs> but the main appeal for this game though is once you collect enough of these correct me if I'm wrong Connor because I can't quite remember right now enough of these like cat stars mm -hmm. you you basically get goo off this cat shrine and you turn big and it's basically a big kaiju battle between Mario and Bowser. Yeah, and you have to like you fight him, and then he shrinks back down, and then you, that then you go into the next world, and then you mm. you know clear off that one, then you fight him again, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a good I'm, time. So I'm I'm really enjoying it. So I played a little bit of it as I was winding down before going to bed, and uh, 
I know I'm I'm really enjoying it. So it's definitely worth playing. I think you should definitely play 3D World as well. That's one of the I played. I've touched a little bit on it. Yeah. It, it's kind of a longer game if you're going for completion. And if you go for completion, there's like an additional world beyond the game that you go to and you can unlock, you know, no spoilers, you unlock Rosalina mm-hmm. at a certain point and you can play as her and she's got a different ability set than the first four. Um, I remember playing uh, one of those games on the Game Boy Advance where um, each character had different ability abilities where like, Peach kind of could float yep. for a while, and she can in this one. Mm-hmm. Toad runs faster. Uh, Luigi can Hello. jump higher. <laughs> you know, <Fucking> so Toad. <laughs> Hello. Ah, <laughs> uh, I hate Toad. Your princess is in another castle. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna wring your neck. <laughs> Pop his little mushroom top. <laughs> They're the uh, the characters behind the counter in uh, Mario Golf, the Toads, uh, and they're like, "Yeah!" <laughs> every time. Yeah, but if you want to play actually a good like Mario spinoff game, the Captain Toad Treasure Tracker games, which were actually a spinoff of the Captain Toad mini missions that are in Super Mario 3D World. Mm. So there's like little can, ones. Can you get that for Switch or do you have to? It's on Switch. And they actually added more bonus content to the Switch version. Is there a physical? Yes. Can I get it at Target? Maybe. Maybe Best Buy? It depends. It's been out a while, so it depends on their stock. But it's possible. That cause that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's if you've played any of the Captain, Tr- Captain Toad missions in Super Mario 3D World, the... You know, and it's mm-hmm. like a little, it's a 3D, you know, image, and you, you can't jump. You just have to, like, walk him along and, like, move things around on the screen and, like, get him to go into them. And um, it's an entire game of that, basically, about Captain mm. Toad's adventures. So Nice. Pretty cool. I'll probably look for that. Uh, let's talk about Mario Golf. Have you had a chance to play it yet? No. And oh, I guess you, I guess our games are packed up. So. Yes. Which we'll get to that later. I'll mention that later. Um, so I played a little bit of it. I'm enjoying it. I talked to a friend of mine that was going to pick it up, but he ended up doing it because he read the reviews and said that there just weren't enough uh, courses in this game, which I agree. There's six courses in this one. I I don't know how many a previous Mario Golf game, how many courses they had, but some of these new game modes, like, like uh, Speed Golf, which was the big reveal when they announced this game to where you uh, you would tee off and you have to race to your ball mm-hmm. and try to get to it before everyone else to get points. There's a lot more game modes than that. Um, now, uh, full disclosure here, uh, this is my first entry into the Mario Golf game. So if I mentioned any kind of ga- um, game modes that was in previous games, have you played any of them? Uh, I have only played like tiny bits and pieces, not enough to comment okay. on. Okay, but... Shout out to us on Twitter. So, but be decent. <laughs> we had this discussion already. Uh, so, th- some of the game modes is like a time attack to where um, you would tee off. And I, ke- I have not quite nailed it down yet. But depending on how well you do, um, you will either get time subtracted from your total time or time added on. Hmm. Um, so, if you get a bogey, you get an extra... You, you would get tacked on 15 seconds to to your time it takes to finish that hole. And there's another one that I have found to be very difficult. I have not passed this yet on the adventure mode. Cross-country golf. Hmm. Basically what this is, is you're, you're in a, uh, a full golf course, usually nine holes. And you have to be strategic about where you aim first in terms of the hole because... You only have 40 strokes to complete nine holes, and it is exceedingly difficult. I'm I'm surprised just how difficult this is, because um, you need the right uh, clubs, because your basic driver, it won't give you the right air for the ball to go over these hills. And so there's been several times where, like, I would think I would go hit that hill or hit a tornado that will shoot my, hole, my uh, ball up uh, to where I'm going only for it to roll down and I'm fucked. And so it's it's very hard. Personally, I prefer just your standard golf mode hmm. um, with Mario and all these characters. Uh, the speed golf, uh, 
with CPU players is a lot of fun. I, I really think this game, even though I love this game, I am really enjoying this game. I feel like I would have 10 times as much fun if I had people to play with. Yeah. It's that, definitely one that I want to play multiplayer when I play mm-hmm. it. So, and I think that's the purpose of um, these Mario Source games, like your Mario Tennis. Actually, Mario Tennis is pretty fun by yourself. Yeah. Which I play a little bit of that as well. Um, but your Mario Golf, uh, uh, Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, all those are meant to be played with other people. They're not that much fun playing solo, personally. Yeah. Um, so that's that's basically Mario Golf Super Rush. If you if you're if you like the Mario Golf games, then you might enjoy this one. Or if you're disappointed with uh, the lack of of courses and you want to pass over, that's fine. My guess is is that they're planning DLCs in the future for more uh, courses because it's 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 shitty, but that's kind of the state of things. It today. might even be free DLC because the DLC they've been adding for Animal Crossing has all been free. Oh really? Yeah. So it's you know Have they had any DLC for Mario Kart? Mm, yes and no. So yes, the Wii U version had DLC, but no because the Switch version just included all the DLC from the Wii U version. Mm. Did you have to pay for the new characters in Super Smash? Yes, you do. Mm. So some games you do have to pay for it. Others you don't. It's kind of up in the air. I want to say like maybe ARMS and Splatoon got like free additional content maybe. But games like Zelda and Hyrule Warriors, you had to pay for the DLC. So you never know. Yeah. I'm really surprised Hyrule Warriors got DLC because I, I wasn't sure how that game was going to perform, honestly. Um, I do like the Warrior games. Uh, it's just, as I stated in a previous podcast, maybe the last one, I honestly can't remember. Um, it's very blurry on my light. Yeah. So, it might be one of those games that's better docked. Which we will discuss this, um, the Switch announcement as well. Yeah. I just got, I was just reminded of it now. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk um, about that. But yeah, that's Mario Super Rush. I'm enjoying it. And last but not least, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake for the Switch. Ah, that one's on my wish list. Okay, the Tony Hawk games up to, up to Underground are some of my most favorite games of all time. Not even Underground 2? I didn't like Underground 2 as much as, as Underground. Okay, that's fair. Like there there were some additional like stuff that I thought was good, but I just thought the uh I don't know. There were some funny characters, but I just thought the the story for the first Underground was like Thug Two had some good customization. It though, did, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And Th- Thug and Thug and Thug Two were, were just so revolutionary. You can create your own tricks, and um, and Thug was actually the first one with an actual narrative. Yes, and yes. that that was groundbreaking. I think the first one I played was. I think it was also the first game you can get off your skateboard in that series. Yes, could, which was weird to me coming from. I think I played like. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, and then maybe I played 4, and then I played Underground, and I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like, I can... And you could smash people with the skateboard. Yes. Oh, that makes me wish... Oh, man, I hope they make a remake of those. If they could do that on Switch. Yes, yes. Because I should be able to. Yeah, Lily's brother has it for GameCube. Oh. And he, there was one day where Lily was uh, at work, and we played that game for hours. We nice. got up to Hawaii and everything. Uh, I'd love to play those games again. I don't know how they hold up, so they might just need a remaster. But yeah. yeah. But anyway, so booting up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, which a little bit of a side note. I'm tr- probably when I get home, I need to pay the uh, ten dollars for the 4K upgrade for my PS5. Yeah, I did that already, and I, I just want to play it. So I was a little bit concerned at first because I wasn't sure how this game was going to run on Switch, mostly because. Uh, when the Activision uh, logo popped up, it was like frame by frame. It was it was the frame rate for that was really really low. Um, same thing with the second introduction stream. But mm. once I got to the main menu, experienced no drop in frame rate. Nice. It was it is a very good port so far. Nice. I'm um, glad they took extra time with it because it released far after yeah the others. And so it it is butter smooth. Nice. Uh. I would say the only complaint I have is not with the game, but I guess with uh, the Switch Lite. I would highly recommend playing this with a Pro Controller. Okay. Um, it didn't. It felt kind of weird playing on my Lite. Uh, I I did just fine. Like, 
I 100%ed the first three levels of the fir- of the uh, of the first game. Yeah. And because uh, I'm 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 one of those people like I need to 100% complete each level, get all the stat points, get all the goals. Uh, a bit so. of a completionist, eh? When it comes to Tony Hawk games, yes. I was more of the goof around, find all the little secrets in the game, mm-hmm. um, unlock the cheats, do the different like stuff. Um, I haven't gotten all the gaps yet. Um, I haven't really. That might be my next goal because I never got all the gaps of the level. Because that, that that is part of the completionist route, honestly. And here's the thing: I'm not that good at Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Well, like, I'm not. There, there's, I I would say I'm I'm above average. Like, I can average, uh, like a, a three hundred thousand point combo. You know, I have my moments where I'm like, yeah, I'm doing great, I'm doing great, and then I just like completely beef it, and I'm like, oh well, <laughs> you know, because um, I I see people on YouTube getting like three million point oh, yeah, combos. Not. Like, I'm nowhere near that that level but i would say i would say i can probably hold my own if it came between you me uh david and trey yeah probably so i know um, trey was really into it i don't know about david and and i was into them on and off as i said i played like two four and then underground mm-hmm. one and two so i i, I was the I, I was the best player in my family because my sister played for a little bit my brother played for a little bit and i just spanked him every single time that's when they stopped playing <laughs> I remember renting the. Did you ever see they had a Razor scooter game at the time the Tony Hawk games were out? There were so many uh, extreme sports games to try to follow in the shadow of um, of those games. I think NeverSoft made a Dave Mira Pro BMX and a Kelly Slater Pro Surfer. You're probably right. I didn't play them, but you're probably right. Yeah. And those ATV Off Road Furies. I had ATV Off Road Fury too. Those were okay. So. Th- I, I just did free mode, and I would purposely go... Oh, I know where you're going, because <laughs> I did this too. <laughs> I, go, go, <laughs> I purposely go all the way to the boundary and get bounced yes. back and fly halfway across the map. Oh my god, I loved that so much. Me and my buddy would race to it. It's like, alright, who can get to it first, right? And then we would get like the fastest ATVs we get, and then just <laughs> charge towards the edge, and then get launched back, and see who thank, got launched the farthest. Thank god for those developers. God bless those developers, because... Any other game, they would you get to the boundary, then they would stop and just turn you around and go the or other you way. Just hit it like a solid object. Like, and there's like, no, no, no. Let's make it fun. Let's fly them thousands of feet back while having your little, have your little driver scream. I'm glad I was not the only one who <laughs> loved doing that. <laughs> yes, this is why we're friends. <laughs> look, look what I have right here. Oh, yes. I think I have the first one over here. I think too, I have somewhere. the first one actually. First um, and the second, I think, are somewhere on this shelf. I yes. Think, can you get remakes of those? No. They've made mm. lots of sequels all the way up until now, but all the sequels are just terrible. They're dog mm. shit. Mm. <laughs> probably probably real microtransactions now. I just don't think they put any effort into them. They're just like, yeah, and then they get like five out of ten, and they're like, yeah, we'll make another one next year. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Su- such good games. But, yeah, if you're a Tony Hawk fan... This is this is a great addition to your Switch. Like I I've experienced no problems with it at all so far. I'm probably gonna wait till it hits like a twenty dollar mark since I've already you know I already bought the the one on PS4 and I paid the extra for the upgrade on PS5. So it's like you know what I'm gonna wait on the other one until it gets real cheap. Uh, what was the reason why you had to pay the ten dollars? Was there DLC? For like you you were or was it? Oh, you got extra stuff if you got the deluxe. Di- edition that's correct and i can't yes. remember what was in the deluxe edition it was like extra boards but the deluxe edition was going to be like i think it's like ten dollars worth of dlc anyway so it's like yeah. you're basically paying for that and then you get the free upgrade it's 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 kind of sad you packed up your stuff because i'm really tempted because they added uh private lobbies in oh, tony hawks nice. now and they didn't have that in launch which is really weird why they didn't have private lobbies at launch yeah my games are all put away except for a very very small handful yeah all 300 of your, no, five, 300 Switch games? 590, I think. Oh, my God. That's insane. And then probably close to 500 PS4 slash 5 games. Man. So. If it's funny, I didn't even have uh, enough Xbox One games to fill up one box, and that was including my backwards compatible 360 and original Xbox games. And I put my Evercade games in that box. And I still had room for a few other things. Wow. <laughs> but my Switch ones, I think took up four boxes on their own. And then the PS5 was about the same. 
Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm 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 excited to get my two Switch games from Limited Run. I'm, I still haven't gotten them yet. I haven't gotten any notification. It was um, Doom, and Repu- and Republic Commando. Yeah, they haven't started shipping those yet. I think October is the date. Yeah. Which seems so far away. I want to play Republic Commando. Yeah, that that's the double-edged sword to them doing the open pre-orders. Because if they do the open pre-orders, they let people order as much as they want, and then they place the order where it used to be like, oh, we ordered 2,000 of them. And, you know, when we're out, we're out. Yeah. So. I mean, I I know. Limited Run's getting big, so they're probably going to start doing that now. I think almost all of their pre-orders now, unless stated otherwise, are open pre-order now. Hmm. So I'm excited for that Republic Commando. I actually just ordered a game from them. I ordered Blaster Master Zero Three mm. from them. And which which reminds me, uh, this is kind of a, uh, a side note. Uh, I started. I got halfway through uh, Bad Batch. Oh, nice. What do you think? It's not. It's not so bad. Have you watched the other like animated Star Wars stuff? I have not. Oh, okay, because I'm. I really want to watch it so that I have some more context for the Bad Batch because I'm pretty sure it there's some canon continuity between it and the Clone Wars series, but I just I don't know. It seems like such a daunting task. There's so many seasons of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I heard the first few seasons of the Clone Wars aren't as good as the later ones, so I'm like, eh. Sorry, I got a text message from an old coworker of mine that asked me to call him because he probably needs a ride to work. But oh, I'm, geez. but I'm I'm in the middle of something right now. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, dude. Yeah, that I that really bothers me. Like that's that's how I get derailed. <laughs> yeah. But so far, I'm liking it. Uh, I I do like uh, um, kind of the the because uh, um, I the bad if I. If I remember, because look, look at me now. I'm I'm all discombobulated, discombobulated now. I I had such a good groove going too. Damn it. Um, from because they were genetically modified, but I think as a result, their pro they they their programming didn't work against um, Order sixty six or some or some, actually some were so injured that their programming and their chip malfunctioned and so they didn't um respond to order 66 like the other clones did yeah i don't know i thought i heard somewhere that like maybe some of them removed their chips knowing what was going to happen or something like that mm. well, there's only one way to find out is just to continue the yeah. series I'm, I'm literally only halfway through the first episode because the wi-fi at the cabin was very very shitty yeah it was horrible I bet. I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere. But, hey, if you want to talk more about TV shows, I got a couple questions for you. Okay. On the subject of Disney+, Plus, are you going to watch the Loki series? I have not watched the Loki series yet. Are you going to? I don't know. I'm waiting until all the episodes finish so I can just kind of binge it, but I definitely plan to. Mm. It's one that I really... I've been watching all the Marvel series. Have you watched any of them? Uh, No, I, ha- I haven't seen WandaVision. Definitely watch WandaVision. So. You could take that's, or leave that's more Captain up, uh, up Lily's alley for me. Like I, I like the Marvel mu- movies. I have mm-hmm. fun watching the Marvel movies, but I'm not uh, as big into like the Marvel universe as like Lily is. So that's just yeah. me. I think it, if you're even slightly invested in the characters from the movies, you'll like them. But um, the other question I have is: Did you ever watch the Witcher series? Yes. Did you see that season two is coming? Uh, December? No. I think it was December. This Yeah, December? I don't remember the date, but I know it's coming soon. Like, yeah. it's this year. And so I'm I'm stoked for that. Me and too. there's going to be tie-in content with the game. That oh, They're going to add the game, or DLC for the game that ties so into like, the show. So, uh, like, Blood and Wine. And, and supposedly, with the second season, they're going to make it more clear of the timelines because it wasn't very clear that they were talking about two completely different uh, timelines in the first season. Cause, uh, uh, Siri, cause, cause there's Siri as a child, mm-hmm. but we didn't realize that was, uh, like many years before Geralt even come, comes into the picture. Yeah. I feel like I need to rewatch season one. Cause I did get a little confused at times. Um, so I need to like wrap my head back around it, but 
Yeah. Did you know that the you can play The Witcher on the Switch? Yes, I have not. With all the DLC. I have not had a chance to play it because I already have it for PS4. Mm-hmm. There's so. supposed to be a PS5 upgrade soon at some point. I'll be excited for that. I, that's when I'm going to replay it. Laney has the, the Switch version. But. Supposedly, uh, Cyberpunk has gotten enough patches to where it's stable now. Yeah, but they still say you should you should not play it on a base PS4. You should yeah. play it on a Pro or a PS5. Which I, I want to play it, which I'll play it again at some point. So I, I have it. Yeah, I'm waiting for that PS5 patch, and then I'm going to play it again. Me too. It's like I'm I'm waiting for the uh, uh, Biomutant PS5 patch before I continue that. Because I, I like Bio, Biomutant. Um, it's just some of those textures are kind of blurry. Have they said when there's going to be a patch? No. Nothing? It's it's, it's an indie studio with uh, with 20 people, so it's probably going to be a while. Yeah. But And right now, uh, Sony's kind of getting in trouble with indie developers have you have you been hearing about that no i don't know all the details because i just from headlines but apparently sony has been i guess borderline almost abusive to indie developers oh weird like like, like really strict deadlines and and that's that's and we're, we're talking we're, and we're talking about the smaller companies we're not talking about like naughty dog or their or their heavy hitters yeah and that's sad because i remember years ago when the ps4 first launched they did this huge indie initiative, you know, like mm-hmm. we're going to support all the indie companies and get a bunch of indie games on the PlayStation console. And so to hear that is kind of, kind of sad, you know? Yeah. But so what do you think about that new switch console? I am slightly disappointed. Go on. Uh, so you and I were talking for a while about, um, Potential rumors of a, of a, a Switch Pro to where, when docked, can potentially uh, output 4K mm-hmm. and uh, 1080 uh, handheld, which it's possible because our phones can do 4K, smaller devices. Yeah. Um, and then Nintendo comes around and announces a brand new Switch. And you were like, yes. An OLED screen. Yes. That's it. Well, there's a couple other features, well, but yes. But it's it's an OLED screen, but it still only outputs 720 handheld and 1080 docked. Same battery life, same processor. I thought it was a long, longer battery life because of the OLED. Nope. I looked at the battery times, and they were the same. And, uh, hey, but Connor, it has an Ethernet port in it. On the dock. Yeah, on, you, the, on I the bet dock. you'll be able to buy that dock separate, too. Yeah. You know, something that should have been on the dock to begin with. <laughs> And you can actually buy an adapter for like 20, 30 bucks that does that. Yeah. And it's it's not terribly priced. I think it's what, three fifty? Yeah, it's three. It's not terrible, but Oh, and it comes with a more built in storage. It's sixty four gig versus oh, right, 32. Right, that That's too. the other thing. But, but still, whatever. There is no incentive to buy this unless you don't have a fat switch already. hundred percent. Um, which I'll probably do it because I don't have a fat switch and I want to play my games on my my 55-inch QLED TV. I mean, if you're going to buy one, that's probably the one to buy, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not going to persuade someone like me to get it. Um, and the reason is, is because this console, the only person who benefits from it, other than the Ethernet port, which you can, you can get one of those yourself anyway if you really wanted it, uh, the only person who benefits from it is the handheld player. The person mm-hmm. who plays exclusively handheld is going to have a better screen. Yeah. And so Lainey, who plays, I'd say, 75% or more handheld, she'd probably get a lot out of it. But if I'm going to play in handheld mode, I use my Switch Lite because it's lighter in my hands, and I don't want to hold my big, bulky fat switch. Because you, know? you have that great case. Yes. That great uh, shell with the grips. Yes. It's perfect. And that's why I love that one. But... Yeah, so I want to say this first off the bat because I was seeing a lot of responses online to this, and honestly, the most negative responses I was seeing were people that were dogging on those who were bummed out by this announcement, and most people were like, "Well, see, you shouldn't have believed stupid rumors. You shouldn't have believed this. This is, you know, you shouldn't have got your hopes up." But here's the thing. I didn't get my hopes up. I don't ever believe any of the Nintendo rumors because 99% of them are bullshit. My hope was, though, rumors aside, what I would have wanted from the system would have been a handful of things. 
uh, can you improve the resolution when when docked or in handheld? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, that sucked. Can you at least improve the battery life? Nope. Well, shoot. Can you at least give us a new feature that we don't already have? No. Okay. So what'd you do? Oh, you made the screen look a little bit better. Okay. And what else? Oh, that's it. Oh, it's a different color. Oh yeah, it's, it's it comes with white, which you can probably buy those Joy Cons separately. I bet. Mm. And uh, it's like, what are you doing? Why? And this is what I don't like understand. Like Nintendo has to be aware of what their community's talking about. I'm I'm because at this point, the base Switch is almost four years old, and with some games, it's kind of showing its age. It is like there's there's like. As I was talking earlier, Hyrule Warriors looks trash on my light. It is yeah. very blurry. Um, and that's probably what you you would expect to get in handheld mode on a fat switch, too. Mm-hmm. Because they have the same processing power. And so you would think logically with as these Switch games are becoming more demanding. Because for God's sakes, the Witcher can run on the Switch. You know? That's a big... And granted, that's a five-year-old game at this point. Yeah, but it was optimized, like, oh my god. It, there was a deal with the devil made to get that on there. And um, and Immortal Phoenix Rising, I hear, is extremely blurry on the Switch. Yeah, probably um, handheld. Especially in handheld. You would think that there would be some kind of, at least compromise, to where maybe they at, the, at this current time they can't um, fully do 1080 handheld mode. And 4K dock mode without uh, sacrificing battery power, but you and I discussed as the possibility of a docked only system that can do 4K. Yeah, you plug it in, and it just it runs through an outlet and can output 4K. Yeah, granted, like something like that would probably be about the same price as a PS5, five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But there's there is a handful of Nintendo fans that will pay that. Definitely, just 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 have. Was have those two options? You can have your your docked and handheld for three hundred, but if you want to pay an extra two hundred dollars for a docked only console, by God, do it. Yeah, it's just uh, I think people are right to be a little bummed out of it because it's such a small iteration. You know, when you went from the uh, Game Boy Advance to the Game Boy Advance SP. There was a decent jump there. You switched to the clamshell design. It was lighter weight. It had a backlit screen. There was a lot that made it worth it on that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then when you switched from uh, the Nintendo DS to the Nintendo DS Lite, it slimmed down a bunch, had a brighter screen, and uh, overall was a more comfortable handheld. And the more iterations to systems you should have more things like even when the the 3ds went to the new 3ds it got a a little bit of a performance boost Mm -hmm. and what i would have at least at the bare minimum expected is they're like yeah we put uh, a next the the newest generation or one step above uh processor in this one so while it can't necessarily do 4k what it can do is play your games at a more stable frame rate. It plays them a little bit better. Load times maybe are a little bit quicker if they, you know, right. improve the memory on it a little bit. You know, any little quality of life improvements might be enough to sway people to be like, you know, yeah, the system is kind of, you know, showing its age as newer games come out that are bigger. And what I worry about is there is a big performance difference between the Switch and the the new Xbox and the new PlayStation. And that's fine, but as bigger and more intricate and complicated games start coming out on those new platforms and developers have to find ways to kind of downport it to this system, they're going to become increasingly bottlenecked, possibly to the point where they just don't make a port for it. Right. And that's what I'm really the most worried about, that it needs to just keep up enough where they can you know, have a port for it because people aren't playing the switch for its performance. They're playing it for its exclusives and its portability. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the truth. That's the reason why I bought Tony Hawk's pro skater twice. Yes. Cause I want to play a Tony Hawk's pro skater while I'm flying on an airplane. Like I did today. That's why a lot of the times, if there's a game I want that releases multi-platform now, um, I will buy the PS five version if it exists. And then I will throw the switch version on my wish list because it's like, I like this game. And I might want to play it portable in the future, mm-hmm. you know, and that's 
that's why people want these systems. But if games stop coming to them because it just can't keep up, even with the lowest possible settings for you know X game, right? Then, I mean, there's no hope that a game like Cyberpunk is going to come to the Switch. No. no hope. No hope. If the PS4 couldn't, then this thing can't. There's there's no way. So yeah. yeah. But overall, like, I might get it. Like, don't get me wrong, I might get it because I already don't have a fat Switch. And as I said before, that is what, that is the only reason to get one, is if you don't already have one. If they released a bundle, I would probably get it for Lainey because she plays handheld. Mm -hmm. She would actually get some benefit out of it. And she's played a ton because she has our, um, she has our very day one model. And I have... I let her basically have that one when she was playing Breath of the Wild a bunch, and I got the Splatoon one when it came out shortly after. So mine's ever so slightly newer, but it's the same model, but I'm fine with mine. I see no reason to upgrade. I would be maybe willing to upgrade hers if maybe they had a better color that she liked or a game bundle, like if they bundled Splatoon 3 or something with it that she would like to play, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, I, I might get it for so I can play uh, online with my nephews and niece, which they actually got Switches for their birthday, and they got Mario Kart, so I have a chance to play Mario Kart with them. Woo! Yeah, and so my my nephew turned six, and my niece turned eight. You're going to destroy them, right? Actually, my my youngest, ne- my six-year-old nephew is actually really good at Mario Kart. Well, you got to humble him now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make him cry. <laughs> Uncle Kale's coming for you. That's the reality, kids. Maybe you're, <laughs> you're good with your friends, but you're shit to everyone else. <laughs> oh, oh man, but yeah. So that's kind of our thought on the Switch. Um, Connor, you mentioned some animes and the Nvidia Shield that you got on your wedding night. Hopefully, yeah. that you got some other stuff on your wedding night, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. Um, so I guess I'll talk about Otherwise, the... what we mean is I went into his room. Oh. I mean, you did stay at the same hotel. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just say we had a, a private moment in the hot tub. A late night rendezvous, <laughs> some would say. <laughs> um, but no. Go ahead. As far as anime, uh, the new anime season has kicked off. Um, there's not a ton that I was interested in this time around. Um, the new season of Beastars starts this week. I have not obviously watched that because it's not out yet. Uh, The newest season of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid came out, which is a great anime if you have not watched that one. Um, Definitely watch the first season if you get a chance. And then there's a new one that I'm watching. I think it's called Girlfriend, Ex-Girlfriend, or Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting. It's about this guy who, like, he's in high school, I think, and he ends up dating this girl that he's been like having a crush on for years. And then he's super happy with her, all this stuff. And then this other girl basically confesses her feelings to him. And she's like super heartfelt and sentimental. And like, I've, you know, I've been watching you for a while and I've, you know, tried to be a better person just so that you would notice me and all this. And like, all like this notice me senpai. Well, she is, I think she is an underclassman. No, no, she's in his class, but, um, that, uh, yonder simulator. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Sorry. Go ahead. But she, uh, like confesses to him and he just like, doesn't know how to react. So he like brings both the girls together and it's like, can I date you both? (laughs) Which the first girl, is like super pissed off about it as you would imagine she would be and then like over time he like slowly like coerces her into being like fine with it i guess because i think it's like i forget the logic but like she doesn't want to be seen as like the one who got like dumped for somebody else or whatever and uh it's it's just really funny because you have like the first girl who's just like very competitive and like no this is this is my boyfriend what the hell is going on here and she's like very her reactions are very over the top and then you have the other girl who's like this like perfect girl who's like you know she's got the big boobs she knows how to cook she (laughs) she's like she's okay with anything she's like anything you know i'll I'll be in a relationship with you and her just so that i'm still with you you know kind of thing and like over the top borderline creepy almost yeah and uh it's just really like kind of funny at times i don't know if i'm gonna keep watching it 
I don't know. It's up in the air. Because there's some parts that are interesting. Like, the comedic scenes are really interesting. And the other parts are just kind of, like, boring. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm slowly getting used to... Because I know your favorite genre is um, uh, Slice of Life. Slice of Life, rom-coms. They're all kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's, I'm, getting, I'm slowly getting used to Slice of Life. Because Lily and I watched half of, of In This Corner of the World... And which has a little bit of slice of life to where you just watch this um, this girl's daily life, you know, and it's transform scene to scene. And so, for for me right now, it's uh, I don't want to say boring because I am invested, but it it almost feels um, uh, scattered. Yeah. Uh, so I have to get used to it. Um, of course, I think in this corner of the world, I don't mean to change change, change the subject. No. Was um, I think was the exception. Because this is a film on uh, Netflix, and basically what it is is this girl. You you basically follow this girl's daily life from the beginning of the war to the bomb dropping in Hiroshima. She lives in Hiroshima, but the story is good and these characters are interesting. But it wasn't clear about where she was if she was back home in Hiroshima or if she was with um, her arranged marriage husband. And that's uh, probably part of it, too, is they don't want you to know right off the bat, right? I don't know, because it shows one one scene, and then and it abruptly changes change the scene. There was, there's, like, no establishing shot of what city or town that she is. And then it's like, oh, you should go back to Hiroshima. I'm like, but the last scene, she was in Hiroshima. Hmm. And so it was very strange, and characters would literally come in with no introduction at all. Um, there was a mother and a daughter or son that just came in. Uh, there was no introduction. I didn't even know their names. Hmm. And there was also this really weird scene in the beginning, um, to where the main character got lost and this man said, Hey, um, I'll take you home and everything. And he puts, puts her in, in a basket and, uh, and begins carrying her. And there's a boy in the basket and saying, you're not being taken home. You're being kidnapped. So they 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 fight it off, and it turned out this guy was a wolf was a wolf man. He was part wolf, and he never shows up again in the film. What the hell? He never shows up again in the film. And my thought was is I thought they were trying to say that the main character has an active imagination because she was telling the story to her sister after it happened and drawing pictures. And so I thought she had active imagination, and she was telling this story of what happened. And maybe the guy was just really like had a really long beard, long hair, so he looked like a wolf man. Mm -hmm. And it was also um, she had a a high school friend who shared an art class with her, and there was a big scene of her drawing the like painting the land the landscape. So I thought that her big. her whole character was surrounded by her painting, but all that's abandoned when she gets married. Hmm. Um, so it was, I found it kind of boring, honestly, because it was just a jumbled mess for me. Um, yeah. But I, you, you can try watching it and see what you think. I don't think I would like it, because that's the opposite of what I look for in an anime. I like the story to be, like each episode can be like an individual story however the there's an overarching plot to it like for for example i i finished watching uh don't toy with me nagatoro i remember that and the the series itself is just um a collection of episodes where this high school boy and this high school girl are kind of hanging out after school in an art classroom and she kind of pokes on him and, and teases him and stuff like that and it, it in different ways every single episode. Right. Right? The episodes, for the most part, there's a few of them that kind of rely on, you know, you to know the first one from the second one. But they could be completely different pieces. However, they're building towards something. Because while you're watching these events play out and you're watching these characters interact, from episode to episode, the characters' like relationships with one another becomes a little closer and a little closer and a little closer. And it's just kind of like slowly happens over time where there's this distance in the beginning mm-hmm. and it just slowly kind of moves forward but there's not like a story that's going all the way through necessarily other than 
this blossoming friendship or romance or whatever between these two characters. Right. To where it kind of like culminates to this end scene where they really like kind of express affection towards one another at the, at the very end of the, the series. And it's, it's that kind of stuff I like where it's kind of like a slow burn where the episodes can be their own separate stories. Uh-huh. However, they're, they're building towards something still mm-hmm. and it the characters stay pretty consistent throughout and i don't like when they introduce somebody just to like eh, and that's not really a character anymore you know yeah and they do introduce characters very abruptly in if you film. want an a tier top notch slice of life kind of rom-com to watch it's on netflix watch toradora toradora it is Noted. one of my favorites i've watched it I think three times through twice in Japanese once in English and the actual English is actually good in this one I think what's weird is watch part of an episode in one language and then watch it in another and you will think the the main female character her voice actor for the English dub is perfect like spot on like I'm like that's rare I'm like yeah that that works you know and then there's several of the characters who are that way it's like yeah okay I didn't feel taken out of it because, like, and see that—that's one of the biggest things. I, was, I don't mean to interrupt you with uh, when I was younger. Get took me out of anime because I could not believe these voices were coming out of these characters. Yeah, exactly. The voice has to fit the character, and especially if you've watched it in the original language, and you watch it with an English dub, and the characters just don't line up. It kind of takes you out of it. You're like, uh, they're not even close. That's one of the things that kind of took me out of Parasite because. Um, and I haven't watched the na- the that anime in a while, so I can't remember the names. But the parasite itself on his hand mm-hmm. did not believe a vo- that voice coming out of that character. Really? Nope. It t- totally took me out of it. In the English dub? In the English dub, yeah. 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 I mean, it, it was okay. Like, I, I enjoyed, like, the action. I thought the action was really good. The animation was good. Of course, most anime animations gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I just, those voices t- took me out of it. Same thing with... For a while, at least the uh, the Pokemon series, I did not believe the voice coming out of Ash. Really? <laughs> no. Satoshi, as it is in Japanese. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely watch Toradora. That's my my two okay. cents. Toradora. If, if you're gonna watch one rom com slice of life anime, that one. That's the the one to watch. And I think most people will agree that it's it's like top tier because it's there's so much character development and kind of like real emotions behind it because you can see the emotional changes in the characters over time and it's such like a slow burn the entire way through and by the end of it you know you believe all these characters emotions towards one another you're like yes i understand why they feel the way they do and you you want things to play out a certain way and it's it's so ah it's good but um, you did mention the NVIDIA Shield, and I guess I should briefly say I did get married for a second time this weekend. Not uh, So the first time I got married was last year, and it was only just like legally, you know, like uh, with a couple people um, attending and then did the paperwork. Because of COVID, you couldn't really have a wedding, right? Right. And then so we actually had our wedding ceremony this year so we could have friends and family. He legally married his wife. Legally divorced her and then married her again. No, that's not how that <laughs> happened. No, we didn't. There was a... <laughs> I'm joking. It was just a vow renewal, basically, at this. But, you know, we did it up like a wedding so that the ceremony could still occur. Because we had already... so much fun. We had already planned everything last year. We had the venue booked, the, the food, the, the DJ, the catering, yada, yada, yada. We had all that booked. And then a month before the wedding, we had to cancel it because of COVID restrictions. Yeah. So, Yeah. But it was nice that it happened, um, and I think everybody had a good time. <clears throat> I had a blast. And, uh, but building off that, there were some wedding gifts, and we got a lot of, like, um, I'd say 75% of wedding gifts were just money, which is fine. Um, so we went through our, our wedding registry and kind of figured out what we wanted to get from it with what we had. Right. And we ended up putting back about half of it towards a... Um, like a honeymoon at some point because we couldn't travel last year, obviously. Estes Park. I'd, I'd like to go. Um, but we used some of the money to get an NVIDIA Shield. I, I have no idea what that is. So, so I probably won't even do enough justice because I haven't even played with it enough. But 
So an NVIDIA Shield is like this, uh, it's a 4K device that you can connect to your TV. Oh, I, th I think I know what this is. Okay. And so you can, you can either use it as like a streaming device and it has Dolby Atmos and 4K and HDR and all that stuff. So you can watch movies on it from different apps or things like that. Or you can just straight up connect it to your Steam library and just play your Steam games from your PC on this device. Wow. And it was, I tested it out with Dying Light and 4K. I didn't notice any stutters. It just Whoa. played from my desktop PC to this device. I'm interested in this. I wonder how much this is. It's, uh, I want to say $150, $200. That's not bad. And you can additionally, if you hook up an external storage to it, you can use it as your own Plex media server. So you could put your own media library on like an external drive or whatever, hook it to this device, and use it as your own movie server. That is really cool. Yeah. There's a ton of other features, too. You could do, um, oh gosh, what was there? There was, there was uh, you can connect to like the Play Store and play games off that in like high definition and stuff if you want to. Um, and I'm trying to think of all the other features. Oh, you can connect uh, just Xbox controllers to it via Bluetooth. So we hooked up two Xbox One controllers, and we're playing Stick Fight in the living room on this that's off dope. of my PC that's in the office. So and it worked just fine. So if you if you don't want to have to tote out your PC to your main living space and you want to be able to just sit and play games on your couch, this is like the perfect device for it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sold. I might have to pick this up. Definitely check so. it out. They they're at um, I had them at Best Buy is where we got it and uh, cool yeah do a little bit of research if you want. There's a lot of different stuff you can do on it. I think the Steam library part is the coolest part. Um, it it worked really really well and it might depend on your your network speed or if you hardline it. It does have an Ethernet port to hardline it. Good. Um, so what we, I did was my desktop PC is hardlined. The Nvidia Shield <clears throat> we connected it into the network extender that's in our living room. So it's able to basically talk back and forth to it. And uh -huh. it was, I didn't have any stutters. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> oh. All right. I might have to go get one next time I get paid. Yeah, man. So. And, but the unfortunate part, and you kind of hinted at this earlier, uh, all my games are packed away because yeah. we're trying to buy a new house. Mm. So I, that'll be my only thing is my PC for a while. Until I pack up my PC and then I just have my which is, laptop. Which I'm mad because I just bought Snow Brothers. I know. I know. If I had known, I probably would have waited like one more day and been like, let's play some SnowRunner. And <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So, but I, unless you have anything else, Connor, that should pretty much do it. Yeah, we hit a lot of, a lot of things today. And unfortunately, I haven't played any video games because I've been busy with first the wedding. Oh, we got a puppy. Oh, yeah. I got a puppy. We got a little palm ski. My, uh, we went and saw it, um, after the week of the wedding and we saw it that weekend at the pet store, just kind of looking around and we took it out and we played with it. You know, we always kind of like every once in a while we'll go to the mall and we like play with the puppies or whatever. Right. Don't ever think anything of it. And we just asked how much it was. And then they told us, and we're like, okay, cool. And then we left. And then my wife started talking about it the next day and then the next day. And then, you know, the following Tuesday, she started talking about it some more. She's like, you know, you know, maybe we could do the dog. And, you know, like, just kind of, like, ask, like talking in hypotheticals about, like, oh, you know, if we had the dog, we could do this and this. And, you know, Titan, our other dog, you know, he might really like it and blah, blah, blah. I was like, do you want to go see the dog again? And she's like, well, we can see if it's still there. And usually, dogs you see at the mall, they're, they're one day gone the next. Right. That's just how it is. And he was still there, and they were like, oh, yeah, and, and he's on sale today this much off, you know, from the last time we were there. And it's like, well, let's let's just pull the trigger and get him. And then so we got him, and so we've been trying to dog train. And so between the wedding, the puppy training, and then now I am packing to move, I don't know when I'm going to have more times for games. I feel like I need to play some games to maybe unwind. So I might – I do have my Switch with a couple games I left out. And then I have my laptop and my desktop still available. Mm -hmm. The desktop's probably getting packed up next. Oh, I have my Vita out. 
But I think I'm going to pack the Vita games up next and my 3DS games. And then I'm going to move to this room, which has all my retro games in it. Yeah. And those are probably going to go next. So Very nice. And we have to set up a uh, date with your dog and my dog. Yeah. We're going to have puppies. I mean, what? <laughs> Shepskis. <laughs> all right. And like I said, other than that, that'll pretty much do it. It's good to be back. Yeah. All right. And we will see you guys next time. Adios.